Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Facts News Podcast. No opinions, no bias, no agenda. Today we will be doing the Thanksgiving special. What better issue to discuss on Thanksgiving than immigration? Yes, that's right, immigration. Let's dive right in. First, we're going to take a look back at historical immigration information. Prior to the first English settlers in 1607 at Jamestown, Native American people lived in the United States. How these individuals arrived here is still debated. Some say they arrived walking over the Bering Strait over 15,000 years ago. But many Native Americans reject this notion, explaining that they have always been in North America. Native American tribes have their own stories they tell about how they originally got to North America. Many of these stories center around the people coming up from the ground, caves, or springs. Long after the Native Americans arrived in the United States, explorers came over by boat. The first explorer to step foot in the mainland United States was Juan Ponce de Leon in 1513. I hope you can excuse my crude pronunciation. Eventually, after many other explorations, settlements began to pop up, mostly from immigration, beginning with Jamestown in 1607. Immigration in the United States remained relatively free and open until around the 18th and 19th centuries, but that did change shortly after the Civil War. The Steerage Act of 1819 did require better conditions on ships migrating to the USA and required captains to submit demographic information on passengers. This gave us the first federal records on ethnic composition of immigrants to the United States. In 1882, again shortly after the Civil War, the United States passed the Chinese Exclusion Act, which barred Chinese immigrants from immigrating to the United States. The Alien Contract Labor Law, also known as the Foran Act, prohibited the importation and migration of foreigners and aliens under contract or agreement to perform labor in the United States. Basically, the law prevented employers from paying for or in any way assisting or encouraging immigration. The General Immigration Act of 1882 added a 50-cent tax on each immigrant and did not allow entry of lunatics, idiots, convicts, or persons likely to become a public charge. In 1917, the Immigration Act of 1917 was passed by an overwhelming majority. The act added to the individuals who were banned from entering the United States and included alcoholics, anarchists, illiterates, epileptics, and many more. The law barred the entry of much of Asia and the Pacific Islands as well except Japan and the Philippines. The tax paid by new immigrants was also increased. In 1924, the Johnson-Reed Act was passed, which prevented immigration from Asia entirely and reduced the total immigration quota from 3% to 2% of the number of foreign-born persons of such nationality residing in the USA in 1890. This was reduced in 1927 when an annual quota of 150,000 persons was set, most of which went to Northern and Western Europeans. In 1952, the Asian immigration exclusion was removed and a limited number of Chinese were allowed to immigrate. In 1965, the Immigration and Nationality Act was passed. 
which created a system that favored family reunification and skilled immigrants rather than country quotas. In 1986, a law was passed that granted legalization to millions of unauthorized immigrants. A law was also passed in 1990 that created a temporary protective status to individuals that would be deported to countries facing armed conflicts, natural disasters, or other extreme conditions. Most recently, in 2012, the Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals, also known as DACA, was passed, which allowed young adults brought into the USA illegally to apply for deportation relief and a work permit. Well, what about modern immigration policy, you ask? Well, the current immigration policy centers around the aforementioned 1965 Immigration and Nationality Act, which allows for 675,000 lawful permanent residents from three categories. The first category is family-sponsored immigrants, which is made up of two groups, including immediate relatives of U.S. citizens and family-sponsored preference immigrants. The second category is employment-based preference immigrants, which accepts legal immigrants based on skills and abilities in the workplace. The final category is diversity immigrant visas, which makes visas available to natives of countries whose total immigrant admissions were less than 50,000 persons over the last five years. While that is our immigration policy, we have many people who do not adhere to the policy. Currently, we have over 10 million undocumented immigrants in the United States. What does this mean? This means we have little to no record of them being here. They are not documented and therefore are much more difficult to track down if a civil or criminal offense occurs. As you can see, the immigration policy has changed dramatically over the years from very little to no policy prior to the Civil War to a very strict policy barring an entire continent to the policy we have now permitting individuals in to reunite with family or based on skills. The current immigration policy, however, has resulted in an increase of undocumented immigrants in the United States of nearly 12 million persons since 1980. Unless immigration policy is changed to allow for better documentation and disincentivize illegal immigration and incentivize legal immigration, then we will continue to have a lack of information on individuals within our border. This could result in a national security threat. Well, thanks for listening to the Thanksgiving special, everyone. That's all I have for you today. I hope you have a great holiday, and don't forget to email me if you have any questions, comments, or concerns at realfactsnews@outlook.com. Again, that's realfactsnews@outlook.com. Thanks.